Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host with the motherfucking most that seems to get better looking every episode somehow, Chuka Offer. <laughs> and it's your favorite co-host, <laughs> tolerating this guy's bullshit for yet another fucking week. And to be completely honest with you, it's just like, I want to take a second in this podcast so we can take a moment of silence so we can thank God. Thank God for being I'm blessed. Not, I'm not doing it. I want to see how this goes because I might not participate in your moment of silence. Amen. Amen. All right. There it was. And so, getting right into it, how was your week? How was your week? My week's been phenomenal, y'all. I'm not going to lie. So, if you keep up with the podcast and you keep up with us on socials like you should at Offspace Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. The Offspace. The Offspace. You would know that recently, I built a new PC. Uh-oh. And you know what that PC's done for my life? Uh-oh. Your boy's streaming now. So Shameless plug. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. It's been a lot, especially on like all the endeavors we're doing now, but it's one of those things that I'm doing, at least personally, that I'm super happy about. And whenever I'm doing it, it doesn't necessarily feel like work, all the little things going into it and trying to you know make it turn it into something. So it's been stressful, but not stressful. It's been a lot, but it's been great. So this week's been going great for me personally, and I'm hoping that I'm going to have many more after as such. Yes, How about you? sir, Ski. Yes, sir. Um, well, <laughs> just, you know when he lets out the laugh without any words, it's about to be some crazy shit. <laughs> no, there's no crazy shit at all. To be completely honest with you, this has been a really good week. I mean, um, it's been like a weird week of mental up and downs. But, like, towards the latter end of the week, I ended up having probably one of the best mental periods I've had in a while. And I just feel outstanding. I mean, even through the ups and downs, I was feeling good because, <laughs> bro, I almost did something that I know you would flame me for. I know you would flame me for, but it was a sign, bro. It was a, it was sign. a sign for you to ease off no, or, like, no, no, no. It was not a, take the bait? It, it was a sign for... Um, the good, the good times to come. The good times to come. What was it? Because now I'm really at a loss. Usually I can right. kind of clock what you're talking about, but I have no clue right now. All right. Let me give y'all a, let me give y'all a little game. Let me put y'all on game a little bit, all right? The shorties that have the fire on oh on Twitter, God. on Twitter, a lot of the times be the astrology shorties, right? And so I see some astrology retweets all the time, whatever. And I don't pay attention except for I'm a little bit self-absorbed, like we could tell. So I'm a Capricorn. I like to see Capricorn stuff, whatever. So sometimes I'll just read it. I'll be like, ooh, and then I'll keep going. So that's you know me. what I'm saying? I'll be like, ooh, that's me. And then just keep it pushing. Like, I won't even... We all do the same. Though. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't pay attention, at in our 20s, you're all at least cognizant of your sign right yeah. you all at least know what it is and sometimes you'll see some shit you'll read it i saw some capricorn thing and it, we could call it as typical as it wants to be whatever but it was like the storm you've weathered for so long is coming to an end good times on the horizon and then bro i feel like i've been i've been in a storm for a second i was like ooh, good times and then i started feeling good and i've just been happy ever since so i mean fuck it like i don't give too too much credence to it but i'm just gonna use that fucking like really blanket statement as as a good sign anyway, for me, and I'm happy. Do you think that reading that subconsciously put the switch in your head? It might be like, placebo. It might I'm about be placebo. to have a great time, and you let yourself have a good time? Oh, for sure, Lee, for sure. And then we ended up, um, I went out with my dog, my roommate, on Friday. We went out a little bit, just danced, had a good time, like whatever. Like we hung out with a friend of ours that we didn't see. We a friend of ours that we hadn't seen for like a couple weeks and he wanted us to come see him and we we're all safe we were wearing masks to these things so once again 
If you want to know some of these views as well, though, check out our Reflection Room episode two, where Ezgo talks about normalcy in the pandemic. That's on YouTube live right now. Go ahead and check it out. I don't think there's going to be anything in there that y'all are about to flame me for. But at the end of the day, if you want to flame me for being myself and talking about what I believe in, feel free to. And let's have a talk. Let's have a discussion. So go ahead and leave comments on it, too, because I really want to know what y'all think on this subject, too. Exactly. And just so using that on um, Saturday... One of our dogs had, well, my friend Scott invited us to like a little small rooftop, very private, like um, it was um, little DJ set that his friend yeah. was having. So it was once again, you can do shit that's normal. You just have to be in like small, like safe settings. Shit, like, it was hard for us to get in there. Like what? Like what the fuck? And it's list? our friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I was so confused. You should have saw me at the door. I was so blown. I was like, bro, these are my friends. But anyways, it was pretty seamless after that. We got up there. We enjoyed ourselves. We all danced, enjoyed. Had a good I never time. thought I'd turn up like that to EDM. Personally, it's just never been my thing, but... <laughs> I love it. I feel like it's just the vibe and whatever you create from the people that you're around. And we're all very good energy people who are down to have a good time, no matter what the setting is. So I feel like that played in. And they they all love that stuff anyway. So. Exactly. It's their favorite genre. But it's like, I had, a, I had a period where I was obsessed with it. And I went to a lot of festivals, went to a lot of the um, EDM shows like years back. And I love, like one of the things that I really do fuck with about how much they enjoy that music yeah. is it just it's reminiscent of those good times for me and i get put on to new stuff you know what i'm saying because i kind of left that world like for myself yeah. personally it just kind of phased out for me but it's kind of like re-brought up a love i've started looking up djs again i started like watching live sets getting excited for some of the stuff like once the world really really opens up i think i'm excited to go to sets of like festivals and things like that and get weird like i'm happy to get weird with the people i don't know if i'm gonna be on as many drugs as a lot of them niggas is on I'm not saying my friends but just like the people, yeah, people in festivals. general i think that's the only but... <laughs> way you make it through three days oh for sure i'm not saying like you get tired of the music but shit dancing like that is tiring let's go but you know me you know that's me fun. we've gotten into this before about like the nature versus like bougie and like whatever bro i would have the bougiest festival experience ever bro i'm at that festival for eight to twelve hours maximum everyone's like all right it's time to go camping time to enjoy i'm like sweet i'm gonna be at the bnb he's like i'll be back tomorrow though after a good shower after a good meal like after i definitely slept in a nice bed like i'm never doing the camp out shit with y'all niggas like you know what i'm saying it never stops like that it never stops and i just can't I'm not that old, truly. Like, I act like an old man sometimes, but I truly can't keep up with that anymore. I feel like I you say you can't keep up with that anymore, but you, like, because I've been going out with, like, uh, you and, like, older people and stuff for the most part. Since, since you were 21. Yeah. Uh, oh, I even earlier. Younger, yeah. younger, like, 19, yeah. 20. So you were at the point where you were, like, 21, 22 for some of these things, 22, 23, and you were already, like, all right, you know what? Just you as a person, I need a break. Bro. I need to make sure I'm taking care of a certain way. And it's not even like a bad tip. It's just sometimes that's who people are. And even then, it just goes into kind of because I know a lot of people like that, that I used to be raging with and things yeah. like that. It's oh, like, people it's like mm-hmm. just like the town we grew up in, we started things a little early, right? Yeah. Just because of very fortunate circumstances, a lot of these people had money. A lot of these people's parents were gone for like, you know, um, business trips or like- In your like, experience. In my experience, yeah. So I would go to these people's houses and we would be having ragers at like 14, 15. You feel me? Like I've been getting blackout drunk for so long that- 
I don't have the endurance made. I, I don't got the facilities for that one, Big Man. Like, it's been over a decade now. It you feels like Wayne Rooney like, stepping onto the pitch, bro, like, in his wow. older years. Like, I'm not supposed to be I here I feel right like now. a 40-year-old Wayne Rooney for sure trying to compete you know? at <laughs> compete in the EPO. Seeing so these young people still be able to do this, like, three, four days in a row. Like, dog, going on beach trips and, like, string, spring breaks and shit like that now. Like, and I don't even call them spring breaks because now we're adults. They're just vacations. We're going on vacations yeah. with people for, like, four or five days or whatever. And then we try to do like the drink thing yo let's turn up dog that lasts like day one you know what i'm saying like maybe make make it it to day like two and then you're chilling and everyone turns up at specific hours again Mm -hmm. the all day rage is over with bro like at the end of the day we're i feel like the all day rage was fun for a point but there was like a point in time where i realized making the switch because to be honest i feel like where i am right now i'm 23 years old and this is usually the point where people really can't do that anymore in me personally i could still keep it up all day and just be on a certain tip. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just like blessed in a certain way. That might be a curse too. But I very much enjoy. You can call Cap while you. He said, "What's that?" Hold on. I think Gavin's calling. What do you, what Yo, do you say, Gavin? I smell Cap. I smell Cap. I smell Cap. It's bullshit. Bro. <laughs> it's like why would you want to when you can definitely set aside hours to go hard and then time to just relax? Because it's finding that balance that makes the perfect vacation. And for me personally, no, for sure. But other than that, and just being free, kind of just like getting into a little bit feeling normal for a second, you know, like with mm-hmm. dancing and like being like on rooftops again, like with people and like shit yeah. like that. It felt nice. So I'm just happy to, I've just been happy, dog, just being real. I've just been happy. I've just been being myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I felt like I suppressed like the dancey, happy go lucky dude for like years. Like, when I was in my relationship, and even a little bit prior, like, I feel like I was, and a little bit afterwards, really, because I feel like I kind of started focusing on all the wrong things in life, but once I let myself really work, because that's something that we all say, like, people talk all the time about, I'm working on myself, um, you know, I have 47 different therapists, or I've gone to, like, eight Mm -hmm. mountains, and, like, sat in this, I've met these monks, blah, 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 no, until you really identify the issues, right, Mm -hmm. And until you're really to look yourself in the mirror and accept all the fucked up things about you, accept all the good things about you, whatever, like you never actually push forward, no matter how much money you spend and no matter how many resources you get into. And so like once you get to that point in life where you're really ready to go, right, it just becomes like you're unlocking like different levels of yourself you never knew existed. You just become so much happier in you. You know, like your personality, your looks. Because like you're also your learning again who you are. And exactly. not just like learning, but you're remembering. Because I feel like a lot of it was just already who we were, who you were, you know. But past a certain age, that's usually about 17, 18, for however so long. Some people forever afterwards. Forget. Yeah, they forget who they were and they just start to be who they think they should be. And so, I mean, just staying true to who you are, you always have the most fun in life. It's pressures. And it's just like the unnecessary pressure we put on ourselves. Because, I Mm -hmm. mean, like really thinking about it, a lot of the times you think like, yo, I have to be the the hard man pause. Or like, yo, I have to be like the tough guy. I have to like, I can't, I got to look cool at all times. I know that was, I know that was my whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like one of the things for me, and I know this Cause I still had like the happy go lucky, like before, like my past situation, don't get me wrong, but it's like, I feel like there was a point where I got like dark and just like down, right? Mm -hmm. Like with like the depression, but I didn't like handle it in the right way. I started to look in, um, 
into remedies right started to look into things that were going to help fix it right mm-hmm. rather than looking at like what was really causing this shit and like what were the real issues that i needed to look at and so like i spoke to therapists like i would and don't get me wrong i still think therapy is something everybody needs but therapy works so much better baby like when you know you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying versus like traveling through what you don't know but i mean so therapists like work out did all the things that i was supposed to do but it didn't solve shit but once and i was always in a mode of like trying to be this image of like the cool guy all right the cool guy but then i realized like bro the thing that has kept me as like always one of the coolest motherfuckers my whole life is just like living by my life motto of do what do what you want it's like if i'm the only person in 48 trillion people dancing i'm gonna dance you know what i'm saying yeah like rapping singing like joking with people fucking with people laughter love hugs jokes like and you see the energy to tracks like you don't have to be day, cool yeah. at all times because what is cool you know i what think saying? the cool is literally knowing who you are and being it to the fullest because to be fair not everyone and might have talked about this on a podcast or was off of it but it's like you identify two individuals who i think are cool people in their own way you identify like a little baby right mm-hmm. and so a little baby is just like this kind of dude who is swaggers like a certain way he's cold like street whatever like he just come carries himself a certain type of way and that's cool but then you get like a person like a on a direct parallel like a Timothy Chalamet or something. Two complete opposite individuals, but you feel like they're cool in their own way, but they're being true to who they are. So it's just like tapping into that and just riding your way because as soon as you try and be somebody else, like if I was to step out of this door today, step out of this room, step off of this podcast and decide that tomorrow I am Jason Tatum. <laughs> nothing would go right for me because you're not bro <laughs> exactly you gotta accept not all the shit about you we all right got here. corny shit about us we all got dope things about us we all got this we all got that and everything that you speak of all of those things we think of about ourselves like makes you in totality and that's the beautiful part mm-hmm. of life but not to continue down this tangent yeah. too too long like definitely oh my goodness that was definitely a good one my boy let's get straight into music and just start us off with heat checks for the week shit. My heat check this week actually dropped about like two weeks ago, give or take like a day or two. But it's a song that I feel like is relevant right now because we're going to end up, A, it's great and I've been listening to it on its lonesome. But we're going to end up speaking a little bit more about this individual in a different way a little bit later on in the podcast. So the song is Gifted by Corday featuring Roddy Rich, And I mean, it's one of those songs like, you know, I feel like it's a radio hit. But it's coming from a person who isn't giving you a specific type of radio hit. It's like our the younger generation's J. Cole, who is probably going to fill that shoe. In a, in a way, I feel it. Nah, he's the younger generation's Corday, dude. Younger, exactly, man. He's his own dude. <laughs> Fuck all these people. Nah, Corday, you keep meme. being you, man. I'm making an Esgo meme, because this nigga... I'll always try to give Esgo the coolest compliments. But I love it, don't get me wrong, because once again, yeah. always being himself, 100%. I'll be like, yo, Esgo, bro, you're like Braun. He'll be like, man, all respect to Braun, but I'm like, me. <laughs> I'm me. I never said shit like that, but I did say those words at some point. For sure. Not, not, not in that tone, though. Not in that tone. Definitely not in that tone. <laughs> Man, trying to make me sound like Urkel talking about how I'm me. <laughs> That's funny as shit, but shouts out to Corday and Roddy. That song yeah. goes hard. And I fuck with the music video a lot. Music videos just elevate shit so hard, man. For sure. I feel like that's when I really started fucking with the song and I started giving it the serious plays again. And we'll talk about music videos elevating shit in a second, but let me drop, because we do have a good tangent off of that, so hold on to that, but my heat check for this week, and I'm actually going to... Oh, there's so many. There are so many songs I really fucked with this week, but let me be professional. I already know who it's going to be. And I'm going to say that my heat check this week is going to be Baptized by Spillage Village. 
That's not what I expected. <laughs> I thought it was going to be an NBA Young Boys. No, no, no. That whole album should be a heat check, but I'm not going to do that because every time I've done the whole album for the heat check, for the most part, we were in agreement. And this nigga, Ezgo, I won't say he's an NBA Young Boy hater, but NBA Young Boy somehow doesn't make music for him. And so, and so, so. You say that like he makes them. universal shit. Like no, he outstanding. Ma- he makes music for a certain audience. No, he makes universal music. Those numbers are universal. Nah, they're the same people giving nah, the plays. There's nothing wrong with the core fans that will play your shit a hundred times. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> but Spillage Village dropped a two-pack this week that comes from their upcoming album. If you do not know, Spillage Village is like the independent label under um, Dreamville. But it's of it's Earth Gang, I believe. And I could be just so wrong with this information. I apologize. But I believe it's their like label. Mm-hmm. But it's like Earth Gang, J.I.D., Mariba, and a few other acts that they have under that Mariba. umbrella. Mariba. And it's just a grouping of friends, right? List them all? Hmm? List them all? Yeah, go hard. All right. Uh, J.I.D., Hollywood J.B., Dogs to Dots, Mariba, Jordan Bryans, and Johnny Venus. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, shout yes, out to Z. Shout out to camera. Z. Spike Z. Producing. <laughs> Producing. But they released two songs, Baptized and End of Days. And I just thought they were both nice. I always get excited for Spillage Village projects for the sheer fact of hearing Earth Gang and J.I.D. on songs together. That's always going to be something that makes my day. So He really could have been, been the extra member. For sure. I feel like they play in so well together that it's almost seamless, but... It's definitely how they came up, too, though, because they definitely came up in one of those, like, classic hip-hop stories of, like, people that, like, when they weren't, like, that known, like, just lived together and, like, vibed and made music all the time. But, um, so once again, the album is going to be called Spillagean. It's by Spillage Village, and shouts out to all of them niggas. Big shouts out to J.I.D. and Earth Kang, though. And so moving right along into what you were talking about before we get into some of the new drops of the week, because yeah. this is more primarily of a week of stuff I've listened to because it wasn't stuff that probably piqued your interest as highly. No, nah, this but, was a this was a week that was a sleeper for me. And not in like a bad way. Again, like I don't want to disrespect any of these artists. I know I don't have to preface that and like, you know, dance around. But to be honest, because I'm not trying to if I don't like something, I'll let you all know I don't like it. Chuka's forced me to listen to many NBA Youngboy songs at this point. So it's not, I really don't mind his music. It just wasn't for me. But this song that I think we're about to get into. Oh yeah, I have to. We have to. We walk, didn't speak the we, highest about. We have at to first. walk back an opinion because of how a music video elevated a song and it made you look at it in a different way. And you come back to it, and this song kind of slapped. The song mm-hmm. kind of slapped, and that is "Pop Star" by Drake. Pop star by sorry, pop star by DJ Khaled featuring Drake. Yeah, and so <laughs> might as well. Uh, yeah, and All so. Right. Get into the music video a little Look, bit. I'm going to say this. When I first heard the song and I was listening to it, it felt like nothing really made sense and it was all not adding up. I, it wasn't really catching the flow I thought the way I think I was supposed to. Uh, it sounded like the beat was made for something that was going to be a lot more hype, a lot more crazy, whatever. And so I thought Drake just missed it. I thought he was just was not on the same page as DJ Khaled. I thought DJ Khaled sent him another beat. Drake gave him a verse or two and then they threw it on the wrong song i thought something got fucked up somewhere in translation however watching the video i understand now because it was supposed to be on a lot more of like a up but like cool calm and collected like this is regular this is me vibe because watching that shit and hearing it out was so cold shouts out to whoever ended up directing it they did a phenomenal job and i love that style of video where it kind of, the camera kind of follows somebody as they're like going through i guess the day or going through like different actions of what they're like doing throughout the day or doing throughout like whatever and justin bieber killed that shit genuinely i think he killed it yes sir bieber went so crazy in the video and 
it was good for me just because his last album kind of fell flat in terms of just like people's expectations. I thought it was a straight album, like through like a single listen through, but just like it didn't have replay value. No replay value. I never went back. Never went back. But it's good a because one that's a very talented person in the first place. Mm-hmm. So he's always gonna stick around. He's a level of a megastar that's never gonna disappear. But two, it's just like <sighs> cultural appropriation, Bieber always leads to the most fire music and so if we keep him on the same tip you know keep him on the drakes the dj Khaled's, like the people that are always going to call the look, bieber favorite. i need like, the bieber favorite i know the music is going to keep elevating and stay around so as long as he has the swagger of kind of trying to be like black people i'm waiting you know waiting. i think he recently did something on instagram or something social wise where he was hinting towards something in like a certain amount of days maybe like 10 days or something whatever mm-hmm. so i think and this is what the people want, but I think we might be getting R and Bieber. And if we are, it's about to be hot. All right, because this shit was kind of cold already. I'm here for it. The swagger's there. Let's have a good time. Guess I got my swag back. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. What kind of R and B music are you about to make though when you're happily married? You got to tell your wife that I need to like. This is what I need Bieber to do, low key. I need a, I need her him to look at his wife, the one he loves with all his heart, and say, "You can't press play on my next album." Cause I'm making out everything. I'm making from... cheater music. Cause cheater music is low key the best R and B. Low mm-hmm. key the best R and B. The niggas that know that they fucked up, or they don't give a fuck that they fucked up. Cause now we have the Brent Fiazes that leave you with like the toxic cheater mm-hmm. music. The ones, I love it. it's the ones I that it's it. like. I'm and not the thing shit, is, though, I'm not even like that. It's and the music that says fire. Like, I'm not shit, but I know it. Or the okay. I'm that, not shit, but I know. it. I ain't shit, but I know it. And you know what? Like, we're all young men. At the end of the day, young men are all a little bit ancient, even if they don't want to believe they are. On my honor. And stop it, bro. <laughs> like, stop it, bro. This I'm so not going to lie. I feel like we already talked about this on the last episode, funny enough, with Gavin, which we did have a segment talking about different things that we did toxic that we didn't know, like, when we were younger. But everybody is a little bit, like, while you're young. Exactly. Some, a lot bit. And some stay their whole lives because they're not willing to be self-aware, accept these things, work on them, and change. That being said, shout out to Bieber, shout out to Drake, shout out to the whole crew, Popstar's Vibe now. Um, I'm going to run through like the new music releases real mm-hmm. quick, just so people can at least give get a viewing from what I've listened to this week. Um, there was a couple suggestions from music that I just I did not know myself, so I'm sorry if I pronounced this artist's name wrong. I'm just going to actually spell it out, but B l x s t the album is called no love lost i think it's blast but i mean like once again i have no fucking clue so i want to be honest because i just started listening to this man's music his whole album fire like that whole album outstanding like that was probably one of the better things i listened to this week like the whole project just from what like my mood's been recently Mm -hmm. what kind of a tip was it like um because if people probably don't know like what's hip-hop rap is what they're gonna always classify it as but is he black yeah, okay. but it, it falls more under like the like the R and B rap that people be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like the melodic, like these niggas can sing, but they rap at the same time. We got to make That's a whole new genre new. for it because I'm not gonna lie, bro, it doesn't feel like any of these. Bro, bro, bro. I've been saying this. Hip hop is now rock. Yeah. Like hip hop is the biggest, most diverse genre in the on the planet. It's not like we have three thousand subsects of rock. Like, like hip hop should have like three thousand. I mean, I don't want to say point. fuck rock, but like look at what EDM and people are doing. Mm-hmm. They have like so many different like subgenres of like EDM. You have like your house music. You're like uh, dubstep shit. You have like I'm I'm not gonna be able to name all these because that's not my genre. But like friends tell me, and I hear like all these different kind of like trance like. You have so many different things. Rap needs to kind of adopt this. 
But it's not even just like because rap has adopted it. Rap, the hip hop community, we have adopted it, and we already we already come into our own subsections of this hip hop music. What needs to make this into the um, public eye mm-hmm. more are the people that recognize music, and unfortunately, the people that recognize music don't are the recognize same, black people. Are the same old white people that have always been kind of the gatekeepers of this shit. So when it comes to genres, like when it comes to award shows, you see people that I've been passionate about speaking like this that drop whole ass pop albums that won't be put in the pop music category, but will be put in the popular music category, yeah. right? Or will be put with hip hop rap or R&B, and it's a pop fucking album, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because they want it to be pop stars, like their heroes, like a Michael Jackson, like a this, like mm-hmm. a that, but that's reserved for people that just have hip hop elements in their songs. The weekend. You know, like, what the fuck, like Ariana Grande, like she has so many R&B and hip hop elements in her music, but she's allowed to be called a pop star. But SZA, who would come out and say her album is pop, isn't allowed to be a pop star she made a pop album and it was the best album of the last five years Mm -hmm. and so my personal personal opinion but but it's definitely up there for me too but anyways continuing if you want some of that gutter gutter shit not necessarily on some i gotta pause you for a second did you see what people were talking about when the sizzle music was dropping and shit they were talking about uh, the substitute teacher can go home, talking about Summer Walker. And I felt so bad, bro. Bro, it's because they always like to put these girls into one little category, bro. Like, they, like, even fucking, um, I know they joke about it on the Joe podcast or whatever, but I've heard them say some shit like, um, the Whisper, the Whisper Singers. Like, the whisper they said Janae's like the queen of the Whisper Singers and like Summer Walkers and like the whatevers. But I mean, like, I get that and like people will put mm-hmm. them, um, categories together but bro i promise you and this isn't echoing their opinions at all this is just us like saying exactly how we would feel about I think summer like walker low-key on top of that shit bro besides the scissor it's not bro it's just like oh we i know we agree with this but no i think scissor is on top there I said oh besides, yeah besides scissor yeah. besides scissor i'd have to think i'd have to sit there and think because there's a lot of women making those great 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 singing songs like that but it's like it's okay for them all to exist, y'all. Like, that's one thing I hate with Twitter. Like, the second someone you can does only something, have one or the you other. instantly throw people, bro, you don't have to only have one or the bro, other. Like, bro, I what? promise we can all have a bunch of five music. They love doing it with the NBA, too. Anytime there's one player that shows up slightly better than someone else, it's like, what the this fuck is trash. this? trash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's trash all of a sudden. Paul George trash because he dropped 30, but, and Jokic dropped 35. No, they're both fire players. I bet. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, uh, Conway dropped his album for anyone that likes, like, gutter New York raps. Hmm. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but I love Griselda, and I'm always going to talk about Griselda's music. And Kanye's no, album, Con, Conway's album was mm-hmm. outstanding, top to bottom. I'm so happy for him, especially, like, the way that... One thing that bothered me, and it's something he can't help, of course, mm-hmm. because he did get shot in the face, and half of his face got paralyzed. But you could really hear it in his music, like, sometimes. Like, really, really hear it in his recording, because obviously your face is paralyzed. But... It seems like in his practice and in his work with hip-hop, he's gotten better at being clearer regardless, right? And it's going to take work and practice, of course, to be able to get... I mean, bro, like, I've never dealt with some shit like that, you feel me? Like, nigga, I get too stoned and then be sad about trying to rap through Cottonmouth. I couldn't imagine rapping through fucking something like that. So the fact that it seems like he's kind of gotten to the point where he's gotten it down to a T, and this was early, early why I wasn't on Conway super early, because I heard about Kanye, a Conway year ago yeah at least conway himself not benny benny i'm new to with the griselda team and west side but conway i heard about a long time ago but recently his music sounds so crispy and so clean to me and i know like with money and better recording quality and with practice as well 
he seems to have come into his own on this album so i definitely think y'all should all go take a look if you like rappy raps it's called from king to a god by conway the machine was there a standout song my favorite song to leave the people off with my favorite go ahead and listen to first uh, I, i changed too much but lemon is one of them for sure method man went crazy he went off on there and then Spurs 3, because I love the Benny verse, but really I'm going to change that to Forever Dropping Tears featuring El Camino, just because right. I'm always happy to hear from El Camino. I bet y'all heard but, it here first. Go ahead and check those out if you want to go ahead and give Conway a listen to, and you never have. And then the biggest album that dropped this week, number one next week, no big deal, whatever. I bet. But um, Young Boy Never Broke Again, NBA Young Boy, he dropped his project top. And he very so clearly copied Roddy Rich's album cover, but that's okay because of the fact that every single time I'm always looking at an artist like, man, you copied something. Like a fire artist, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll give you all the other instances of this too, which I've said on the podcast episodes prior, but I'll say it again after this. But it's... I want to listen to the music first and see, man, if you're going to copy that nigga's album or Don't copy the music. Like, bro, I'm saying like... That Roddy album was outstanding, so you better put out an outstanding album. And then Youngboy gave us his best project yet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Top to bottom. Fire. Fire. And my That's favorite good. kind of Youngboy is aggressive, like make you want to slap the first person next to you, Youngboy. Don't play so- him right now. <laughs> Don't play him right now, then. We're going to have problems on this podcast. And so I looked at Ezgo directly. I was like, slap the person next to you, music. I slapped this and man so, once. All of a sudden, he wants to fight me. For sure. But then the, my favorite songs <laughs> are Dead Trolls and probably Murder Business. Okay. Murder Business and Dead Trolls were probably my favorite ones on there. But everyone oh, goes crazy. Shit. Casey Talk goes stupid. All in stupid. I don't want to name the whole album because it all goes stupid. Dog, like, when I was up. looking at your phone... And you were in the projects. For some reason, I was like, why did you just download Roddy's album? No bullshit. I told I thought, you. Have you not seen the cover? Look at the cover, bro. Same shit. This nigga even have the same pose, bro. Oh, wow. He bit that completely. <laughs> That's crazy. The last time I got mad at something like this, though, well, a little eyebrow raise for artists that I like. It's like that was, little emoji. Was <laughs> Young Thug say, calling his shit the Barter Six because the Carter Six couldn't come out? And then the Barter Six was one of the hardest things I've ever heard in my life. I, I became the biggest Thug fan ever, bro. The Barter Six <laughs> was so fi after he clearly did that shit that Lil Wayne could, could, couldn't say anything. He had to just accept it. Accept it and run with it and move on. I know Wayne was bumping the Barter Six. Even though Wayne don't even listen to nobody. He listened to Young Thug. That shit was so crazy. I promise he listened to Young Thug. Of course he did. A young nigga signed by his OG that says that his whole inspiration is him. You could say you don't listen to anybody. I know he was listening to Young Thug. Come on now. Even though... Somebody probably made him to at first and then once they did... No one can make Wayne do anything. This nigga hasn't heard about so many popular people right now. Nah, bro. So somebody somebody people. was in the car with him finally. They're like, dog, I don't give a fuck at this point. And they just started playing it. <laughs> His Uber started playing it. Oh, yeah. And one big shout out that I wanted to make sure and say. And once again, I don't know the timestamp because I'm weird with this garage band thing. But I'll make sure to tag him in the, in the promo video on Instagram. Is big shout out to my dog, Braxton. Off the porch kitchen, off the porch chefs. Like that's the best personal chef you'll have in Atlanta. And I don't even if say y'all are in the Metro Atlanta area for, for sure. sure. And I don't even say that like on some boosting shit because I support all of my friends and their businesses and the things that they do truly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like my friends that actually have talent in what they do, they probably get more props out loud because I'm an honest person. If I bring something in 
that I want to tell people about, it's a product that I use, right? Or would use. Yeah. And I bought Braxton's food and I bought a lot of Instagram chefs food because A, I love, it's primarily black people and I like supporting local black business. Yeah. But B, I just like seeing like different flavors. Like at the end of the day, I love cooking myself. And so a lot of these IG chefs be cap, cap, cap. Captain Planets. Like, you'd be paying the premium for some stuff that is super mid. Some of them have fire, though. But this nigga can cook his ass off. Like, he has some of the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my life. It competes. I'm not going to lie. And on God and everything, his fucking um, lobster mac and cheese we had. The crab. Was, crab we, yeah. No, crab mac and cheese was the only mac and cheese I've ever had that compares to my mom's. If not, like, it, it might be up there. I don't want to be preemptive, but it was crazy. Genuinely speaking, I'm not going to lie because I only had the side. And I know he does... A lot of great dishes with exquisite main courses too, like and like main pieces to them. But off the strength of just that crab mac and cheese itself, I was sold. I hate paying that much for food on like just a casual tip, but that's the kind of person that, to be fair, I'd open up the wallet and it's like, you got my money, you got my business. You can't deny greatness. And he's got merch too. Like that's why I always rep the hats because once again, I'm never gonna lie to my friends. Like I'm gonna give you advice if you want advice from me or if you want real criticism from me. And if you want, and but if you give me a product I actually enjoy, right? Mm -hmm. It's getting spins in my phone. Y'all have heard me talk about Heem all the time on here. Y'all have heard me talk about Player all the time mm -hmm. on here. Like people that I really grew up with that make fire music, and I can just keep going on when we go into producers, etc. But I, that's not their time right now. We're talking about Braxton. And when it comes into his cooking, like he showed me the hats, I was like, "Word, my head's already a weird big ass head. Let me throw it on and let's see what's up." Instantly, I like the fit. I was like, "Oh, this nigga got multiple products I fuck with. I gotta support my nigga." And so, once again, shout out to Off the Porch Kitchen. We'll make sure to tag that in the video as well. But that being said, um, without yeah, we're just wrapping up the music with the Young Boy album and the spill and the Spillage Village drop, there wasn't many a new thing. There was a single. There was a lot of singles that came out. But one single I wanted to talk about just because I got excited. Speaking of Thug, hearing Ti and Thug on a song again. It's called Ring. It's pretty good. It's kind of lukewarm for what I expected, only because the last time we had a single and it was. T.I. featuring Young Thug, if it ain't about the money, took over the United States. So sometimes you set astronomical standards for yeah. certain things, but it wasn't a bad song at all. So definitely go check out Ring if you have the time to listen, of course. And so moving right along to probably the most important part of the music section this week. Or not most important part of the music, probably the most important part of this podcast to me personally. I wanted us to highlight the fact that we just passed on this past Monday's, the two-year anniversary of the passing of Malcolm McCormick, aka Mac Miller, we wanted to show love, we wanted to say RIP, we wanted to say his dreams are still alive, and we wanted to celebrate the memory of Mac Miller. And I wanted to just have a little moment for you and me to both give, just like whether it be a, a little story or whether it be just something that went along with his music for you. And just like an instant thought, like Mac Miller and me. Okay. Uh, for me, and again, if you all have listened to the podcast, you might have heard this. I don't know how much we've already talked about. So sometimes you're going to hear reoccurring stories, or maybe they aren't. But yeah, I just remember being moving to Coweta County and being in a place that I did not want to be in at fucking all. And, you know, trying to make the best of a bad situation for me as a young kid at the time and finding a good group of friends that. I ended up spending a lot of time with, whether we were playing basketball, 
and or playing Call of Duty because I know that's what the big shit was at the time. Shout out to everyone who really understands those Black Ops days, those zombies days. <laughs> we were running and doing numbers on the zombies, round 30-something guaranteed. These niggas were uh, addicted for real. Oh my goodness. No, that was different. But And I just remember a lot of the fond memories at a bad time because I never really wanted to be in this place. Mac Miller was the soundtrack to a lot of those occasions. So whether it be hooping with friends in the neighborhood, whether it be... Uh, cutting up playing Call of Duty and I gotta be that one person that's playing music in the background you know and no one wants to have that guy they're like dude mute your fucking mic no one ever told me to mute my shit when it was him you know um, funny enough and that's just a testament to how much everyone liked him and just being able to kind of have him be a soundtrack to I know us as a generation at such an early age carried forth throughout the rest of that middle school year throughout high school throughout early college listening and I have one of my fond memories enough, too, being a freshman at um, Kennesaw State University. And every time, you know how it is when you go to college and when you're a freshman and all this. At the end of the day, no one's trying to take Friday classes. So I never took Friday classes. Every Thursday after we get out of classes, after a good AM dropped, it'd be like, you know, you step back into the dorms and all the boys are there, uh, throw off the bag. And then all of a sudden you hear weekend playing and it's like, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's have fun. <laughs> These niggas. I'll be good about a weekend. <laughs> so shouts out to that and R.I.P. Malcolm. And I just remember like big R.I.P. Malcolm once again. But I'll give you all like a debaucherous story a little bit. I was definitely in probably the weirder period of my life where I was I was being a little OD. Like I was doing a lot. Let's be honest. Like I was definitely doing a lot I shouldn't have been doing as a kid from the burbs. But I was in a lot of despicable situations, mm. a lot of a lot of questionable situations. I definitely don't want to speak on too much. With the, with the, with, All right, I'm good. On, what are the statute of limitations on some of these things? But, but anyways, like during those times cruising in the whip, like I just remember, well, I don't even have the car anymore, so I could definitely talk on it. But during the times, like my car was the the safety car i would say nah, because be at, careful what you say right? yeah that's what i'm saying and because at the end of the day it was like a mom car fucking four-door sedan right like some fucking a toyota camry and i just remember like always driving around and no matter what we were getting into no matter what kind of trouble no matter where we were yeah like at some point of the day after that faces album um the faces on um, mixtape came out dog Faces was always on at some point of the day, bro. We could be listening to the most gutter gangster shit. We could be listening to just like bars, like flippity, skippity, blah, blah, blah. Lyrical, miracle, We could be listening to R&B. We could be listening to whatever. But at some point during the fucking day, no matter who I was with, the most hood niggas or the most white people, there was always songs from fucking Faces that would come on every single fucking day of that summer. And it's something I'll never forget, too, just because of the fact that that well during that period i won't even just say summer but it's just like that faces project like i've already given the anecdote of sitting in front of um our parents garage like smoking cigarettes listening to new faces v2 back when i was a debaucherous human healthy changed life but like that that mixtape is hard for me to speak on only because of the sheer fact that, like, to be quite honest with you, it took me two years now because of the fact that the emotion that album, like, that mixtape, sorry, like, captured for me was such a broad range. 
right? It's like, it captured me at genuinely some of my lowest points in my life, like points in my life that will forever be, not forever be, well, yeah, will forever be stuck to those songs, right? It captured some of, some of the happiest moments that I had, like truly, not ever, because I'm somebody that fortunately life has only gotten better. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you like through the ups and the downs, yeah. I always find better days and yeah. I'm happy to not look back at my past and have my best days ever. But like some of the happiest moments that I can think of off the top of my head instantly associate with that yeah. album and or album mixtape, whatever y'all get it at this point. And so new faces V2 was such an important song to me because of that moment that I had that genuinely I I almost had to be in a certain mood to only listen to that song after he passed, right? And the rest of the tape on everything, like, Max' discography, like, other than the day after he passed, I listened to nothing but his discography, crying like a baby. And it's been damn near two years, and it's been hard to crack into a lot of those albums, but I finally got to a point where I feel like I can listen to the music again and kind of reopen those emotions reopen those feelings because even accepting the fact that he's not coming back you know and so yeah i just wanted to share a little bit there i guess of just like the emotion behind what that man personally meant to me like music wise and so just like not to get sad not to get like too somber so i definitely found myself getting a little emotional there but it's like is just more moving into a celebration because at the end of the day, that's something that I've been focusing on a lot now too. Because even stuff like we all have stuff we have sad association to, right? Yeah. I've been taking all of those things, whether they be been TV shows I thought I would never watch again. Now I just watch with different people, watch by myself. You know, I've just made it happy. Right. Yeah. And I've been trying to do that with Max music and it's been working really as a way to a different headspace. It's been like, I'm in a good headspace. I'm happy. So I've been listening to the shit, the shit out of faces these past few weeks, just kind of ironically, like almost forgetting that the anniversary is coming up till the day came. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me. It was just like, ironically, kind of changing those memories into positive memories. Right? Yeah. And then reclaiming them for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. And taking them away from the power they may have had being involved with other people sometimes even. Right. And that was beautiful to me. So it may not have been like a specific moment, but definitely want to thank him again. Well, it might not have been like a day, you mm -hmm. know, or an hour, but it was a moment. It was an age. It was a period, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that is true to like what we are trying to encapsulate here. And you were able to kind of put that out there. So I feel you, man. Shouts out to that. And like the fact that these memories are kind of ingrained. And it's just nice knowing that the thing about me and I realized recently when it comes to art. Uh, at least what I interpret the meaning of art to be and like how I take it in as the years go on and you grow and you live there's so many memories that you begin to harbor that you end up forgetting or just get put to the wayside and so many things that aren't on your current like a part of your current mental right but this is just like when I was driving Uzama back home the other day and listening to classical or listening to rap in like certain places. The thing about art is it provokes an emotion. It provokes a feeling, provokes certain thoughts, certain like almost plays on the senses and creates this kind of like environment where you end up remembering certain periods of your life. And art to me is the one thing, like no matter what art is the ability to never forget. And so, especially when there's important individuals that you could tie to music like that, it's beautiful because inherently 
while listening to those songs and remembering moments and things like that, you end up never forgetting these people. So exactly. That's what it is to me. Ingranted in history forever. And that's what your art is. I mean, shit, even on a smaller tip, just to give us our, and I say smaller tip one day, hopefully the feelings that we have gotten from someone like a Mac, right. That we're able to give people those feelings right through the art that we offer. Right. Cause at the end of the day, like even what we do is art, it's a forum just because like, not everybody, because I've seen a lot of you new podcasters, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about consistency, we talk about, and I mean, I do want everybody to win, so I don't want to sound like some hater shit, but this is really just some, like, it's not as easy as it seems, right? Mm -hmm. It's not as easy as it seems to sit down here and offer a piece of yourself every single week while keeping ongoing conversation for an hour plus, right? And so... We've kind of gotten decent at it, and we can only get better as the weeks go by. And so we've kind of just jumped into the art form and accepted yeah. that, too. And we kind of have been trying to make every one of these special in a way that we offer a piece of ourselves to the younger generation or yeah. to people that may listen and may need this, you know, need to hear these words. So I like what you said about art, for real, because it does, it captures people forever. Because what we put on this planet... Like what you bear, what you basically are trying to go for, at least when it comes to people like us, is your long lasting imprint, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, these can get one play, right? Like, and nobody can listen to it now, like, whatever. We could have no audience, we could have no fans. But somebody a hundred years from now may randomly stumble into something that changes their life. And exactly. that's the beauty of art. Like, you could find hidden gems, like, you could find popular things, you could find this, you could find that. It just depends on the type of person. Like, seeing some of the countries and, like, random places that we get plays from, and we don't even get hella plays. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and flex, I promise you. But, like, the the random in, like, different areas, like, that shit is so Dude, beautiful. Dude, I was thinking about it. Um, clearly, y'all know... And you can probably guess where we stand on certain viewpoints with certain political affairs and things that are happening at times. And I think we may have talked on it, so I'm not going to go too much today. But there are certain podcasts Well, I think we brought up the protests in Hong Kong, right? And so I was talking to a friend about it, like, off the podcast, obviously, and we were just having this conversation. Mm -hmm. And right after I was done with having that conversation with a friend, because it was something that's important to me, and I was talking to him at the time because we're seeing it reminiscent here and we're seeing it all over. Just, you know, people's rights being infringed upon, like the basic rights endowed to them just by being human beings. Like these are basic human rights. And so I immediately, I was looking up our analytics and stuff and I saw listeners in China. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, yo, please let this be, please let this touch the right person. Please let it, even if it's one person who's not going to do shit to change it. Just, I hope that I'm able to spread what I think on these things and kind of communicate and touch a listener all the way across the world on an issue that's near and dear to them. And that's the beauty of it. You never know. Like putting things out on these platforms, you truly never know who's going to watch. Like I'd be talking crazy on here sexually sometimes. Mm. And like and one of these days, like, one day, really like, might hear it. one day my grandma might hit me with like a FaceTime call. I'd be like, damn, nigga, Nigeria, <laughs> like somebody told you about this. Mo Giddy. <laughs> oh my God, I would have a heart attack. I need to chill though. Uh, Shouts out to my Mo Giddy, the GOAT. But like not straying too far i think we definitely did we did well it's we did well for sure on like the side conversation to the point that low-key i don't even want to like talk about some of these certain things because i don't care about them that much mm -hmm. but just certain things that i did want to bring up just like while we keep it music yeah. i wanted to give a good like be like while we keep it music a little bit i wanted to give a big shout out to bts 
BTS is a big, as everyone knows, like um, K-pop, K-pop band, the biggest in the world, like band-wise at the moment, right? And you they, haven't seen. First off, America's never seen boy bands like this. No, for sure, they're factories over there, mm-hmm. factories, and they get it right. Korean stars. And so, like, I want to give a big shout out to them for cracking the Billboard Hot 100 in America, but not just cracking it for getting the number one song. And that's big for international acts because it shows that people that. It's free food over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the wild, wild west. Like, if you go hard enough and you work hard enough and you get big enough, right, and you could appeal to everyone, mm-hmm. that you can't even dominate across the world in a place like America, right? And so the fact that they were able to debut with the number one song on the Billboard Hot 100, once again, shout out to BTS. That's beautiful to me. You know what it reminds me of? And I feel like, have, did you ever watch Beck, the anime? No. Do you know the preface? It was like this dude trying to become like a guitarist and join yeah. a band and like make it in America. It feels like that moment, you know? I don't know, like, how international people are, but I feel like everyone, no matter what they say about what they think about America, I know our president's a shithead right now. The state of the country's shaky, but America's still dope in certain ways, and people want to make it in America for entertainment, so... I'm they, sure that probably meant a lot to them, too, even though they're fucking megastars in their own oh right yeah. all over. Because that's being, like... <clears throat> At least how music is currently structured, and that's mm-hmm. why I keep bringing up these international acts, whether I talk about African artists, whether I talk about Asian artists, whether I talk about European artists, or whether I talk about Latin artists, which you can check and please call out my pimpin', because Ezgo can attest to it, every single time something prominent internationally happens music-wise, I speak about it on this platform. Or we try and, to. Sometimes we try to, we try to, but it's like, it's because it's important to me that... You realize, like, with how music is structured, and people will tell you all the time, like, even Stormzy was talking about it on an interview, mm-hmm. like, he can't walk outside in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. But he could walk around in a place like New York, and there's people that don't know who he is, don't recognize him. And you don't really feel like you've made it in music all the way until you're recognized over here, because this is where the popularity is, this is where the influence is mm-hmm. when it comes to music. When and it comes that, to influences in general, like, the biggest... Um, like entertainment stars whether they be like the traditional media Hollywood types or like shit even like YouTubers and stuff all pretty much exist not all but the biggest ones exist in America and so like once again I love that and I love seeing it just to get our jokes off a little bit and talk about some funny shit though like one I want to I want to give an apology to our fans and I want to give an apology to the people that may be watching it might just be a chuka thing here no it is just a chuka thing okay I fell into the trap Ah, oh, God. I hate what you... Oh, I gave up fast food. Oh. And I started losing weight and looking great again. Looks swelly, by the way. Stomach on flat, flat. We're working. Trust me. I was getting a little chubby again. Like, we back. We back. Just toning up. That being said, I said, you know what? Let's get a little cheat day going. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Travis shouts out. Big deal with the McDonald's. Let's go try the Ooh. Travis Scott burger, bro. Ooh, you yeah. played yourself. I went to McDonald's. I even told my roommate I was leaving the crib. I was like, my nigga, I'm going to pick up the Travis Scott. You hear me? Like, you need anything? And in my mind, I somehow made it an event in my head to the point that I forgot I was going to get McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I went and I got it. And I came back and ate it. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, damn. The nigga. disappointment was finally sinking in because he realized this shit mid. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this shit mid as hell. The best part was the spray. <laughs> and that's because I'm a loony and like the lava that is fucking bro, McDonald's. It's too sprays. much, bro. Did you? I think the only reason you didn't enjoy it is because I don't think they actually gave you the Travis Scott. And know why I think that? How did you order it? Did you order it or is like seeing sicko mode? No. Or did you say like you already know why I'm here? No. So they didn't give you the right shit. They said, oh, this guy's not even a fan. 
I'm gonna give bro, I didn't get the action figure too. They I gave you the Rocky. Got the action figure. They gave you the Rocky, bro. They didn't give you the Travis Scott. Damn, I got the Rocky. You hate. I got the it. only hot in 2012. No, let me, <laughs> stop. let me stop. Let me stop. That nigga's a fly nigga. I don't want to sound like a hater. I wish I'm we got to sound like a hater as, uh, at all. But there was plenty of jokes that could have been just made right there. <laughs> let it be known that we held ourselves back because we do respect ASAP Rocky. No, respect the shit out of him. I really want to meet Ace. I really, really want to meet Rocky one day, like for real, because that nigga it seems like a cool ass dude. It's just me selfishly as a fan want more of the music i like from him but obviously yeah. you're not going to tell an artist what to do yeah so one i would say never go eat the cactus jack travis scott collab actually you no know, don't say that actually, kids are, it wasn't made for you no Maybe you're old as fuck that's that's kids enjoy that's that what i was about kids. to say people my age and older that are curious please go do it because you're supporting a campaign that is spearheaded by a black man that being said i want to let y'all know y'all have to please keep in mind the fact that you are going to mcdonald's at the end of the day and you're gonna get mcdonald's and you're getting some mcdonald's you're getting i'm not was it what was it was it like a quarter pounder with bacon yeah quarter pounder basically with bacon but bro it tasted like a worse quarter pounder bro it didn't even taste like they gave us the good quarter they tried to make the fries sound like they were going to be something different but they're just regular no they're just regular fries they're just regular medium fries so they just threw his name on a meal and added bacon for sure I'm with it, though. You know what? I'm but with, I'm with it. it. We support it, whatever. And then another thing that happened in the world of black people, and of course, I'm very happy to, yeah. I'm very happy to you know, celebrate yeah. and support. Like I said earlier, I'm not a hater. I know I'm not fake. So I celebrate and I support things that I fuck with. Someone needs to go. I need somebody to go into a TV show. Mm. Get a hypnotist, a real hypnotist, not one of those fake shits that they try to advertise out here. I know a guy. And I need them to pull the hypnotist out, bring them to Virgil Abloh's house, oh. and I need them to tell that nigga to only make shoes. Let's talk about something. Because he's like the, like, you know Let's how the white people something. try to tell athletes to shut up and dribble? Like, I wish he the would world, shut up and make shoes. The world needs to tell, <laughs> not even Am I Magachuka? I'm not even going to say make shoes. The world needs to tell Virgil to shut up and keep collabing with Nike. Because <laughs> his shoes, the regular off-white shoes kind of mid. And I'm, so, not trying to, I'm not trying to knock his hustle because he's a young black man. Yeah, so we can give it. them a little bit of backstory on it, though. He made he, a, yeah. he has a G-Wagon collab that is dati. It's a dati look. Um, y'all will never be able to see this, but I just put it on the screen. I was, I was <laughs> I'm gonna say you gotta edit it over the phone going on. <laughs> no, genuinely speaking, I don't know. Like my, I'm gonna give my first thoughts on it after I saw the car. Um, doing a G wagon, but with off white was kind of off because I don't know who you're really marketing for. It looks like the design it was of it kind of off. Yeah, man, it was very off. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it was it was made for YouTubers and influencers and hype beasts and people that would really buy it off the just cloud aspect because it didn't seem like it was made for the traditional group that are trying to consume that car. Nor does it look like it had any added features or any aesthetics that suit those. Uh, the inside, like the little racing uh race car like seatbelt was weird. I don't know. I know they got like powerful engines, but it's a little G wagon. Like, what are you gonna really be doing that you need that shit? And there's a lo impending lawsuit for sure. Those Goodyear tires, I know they did not work with Goodyear on them. And they basically bit that whole design and flow. So bro. whoever, they're about to get charged. Bro, them niggas put nets on the windows, bro. Them niggas gave you a fucking like arcade controller as your, as your steering wheel, bro. Like, like what? These niggas turned a G-Wagon into a fucking boxcar. Like it really looked like one of the fucking cubes. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like I would be so sad if my nigga pulled up in that because I know the reason my nigga would pull up in something like that would be if he had his off-whites on, 
he had a little um chain with a lock and key on it you know, <laughs> and he was one of those hype beast niggas, and really, I need to stop saying my nigga, you know why, because that's probably not one of my homies that's buying some shit like that, that's weird, bro, nobody should clout chase like I'm that. G- I'm gonna say this, the that, car didn't look too bad, no, if I wasn't, it didn't look too bad if I was gonna go drive in, like, Super Mario World, the car just didn't seem like it was made for anybody on Earth, but, you know... I'm not going to name drop certain individuals, but you know the kind of people that are about to buy this. For sure. The super hype beast. Like, he does a great job, to be completely honest with you, and I hope to have a conversation with Virgil one day, because I hope to get to the bottom of this, because I think I have the scoop in my head. I've already created my own scenario, and I hope my scenario is the real scenario, because like he's, I think he's figured out that he can sell anything to these little white kids with money, because they're going to make their parents purchase it regardless, no. right? And then the hype beasts that are the evolution of them, which is like the um, white dudes with like the fucking, with like the fuckboy haircut, as they call it, the LA types that have to I was going to say like the, the YouTuber type. Yeah, like the YouTuber kind of like type. TikTokers. Jake, Jake that's Paul's going to get one of these. Jake Paul's going to get one of these. And then when people you know see him with it, his friends are going to buy them. And okay. then all of a sudden, okay. they made their money back and they did what so they were quickly. trying to. So, and I really think he's just getting the easiest bag possible. Like, like he realizes it's just the easiest bag of all time. I wasn't going to name drop, but you already hit the... The audience, I think he made it for. <laughs> and so, like, definitely, like, shouts out to Virgil, actually. I started this off with hate, but let me end with love. Like, really, I think he's a master genius. Like, he realizes that the only things that black people are actually purchasing him are the shoes. Mm-hmm. So he keeps them fire. And so he just does whatever with anything else and just gets paid. So, I mean, like, get to a check, my nigga. Shouts out to Virgil. Yeah, man, I'm not going to knock a young man trying to get his money. But, you know, when you're making something that's for me, let's do it a little bit better. But... Yeah. But other than that... Um, Sponsor we... us. <laughs> Sponsor us, Off-White. <laughs> As we shit on them for like five minutes straight. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. All right. Yeah. Get the get, get the get, get the get. <laughs> but um, the other thing that we wanted to speak on involving music, and it involves music none, actually. Is At all. Just a person. It's just going to actually take us right into our sports section. Let me say this. Actually, I want to say this. What? You see... Okay, hard. look. This individual, I, I'm almost jealous of. He hit the lottery, nigga. He hit the lottery, and he did what I was trying to do way before me. And I don't want to, you know, take away a young man's shine because he's doing something because I'm jealous myself. I am jealous. What am I supposed to be? Corday bag Naomi Osaka. What? Beautiful black queen. What? Tennis extraordinaire. Tennis extraordinaire. Taking the the, US the, Open. the the young princess that is working to grab and join. I won't even say take the crown from because you can never take the crown from arguably the greatest athlete in history, man or woman, Serena Williams. So Serena Williams is the queen, the goddess when it comes to this, right? Mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka, looking like the next queen that's going to join the Hall of Famers, join the list of legends. 22 gonna, years young. Gonna join the Going to join the Mount Rushmore for tennis all-stars, just like Serena is leading all of them. Cool-ass girl, repping everything that matters right now, wearing face masks with many of fallen people to uh, police brutality. Which goes exactly into what I was saying as well. Every single week, it'd always be the woman bucking back, because these niggas, I love what they try to do, don't get me wrong, but Naomi just started bucking immediately. Like, she Mm -hmm. instantly came in... Y'all know what I'm here for. Got the face mask on. Got the names of people that have fallen to this police brutality bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's just... And have unjustly died. But I love what she stands for. I love the way she carries herself. I love the fact that 
it, I won't say pressures from family. I don't know their family situation, so I won't go into it. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I have, I, like I did hear, I, and it's nothing for us, but did see rumblings or something with like her trying to appease to, or not her trying to appease to, but people wanting her to appease more to her Japanese side, right? And things like that. And she seems like somebody that lets you know pain, that she is painfully aware of the fact that she is Japanese and black, but lets you truly know through these times that she's a black woman. Bro, like her, like, well, her, her last you forget name she's a at the woman. end of the day is a Japanese name. Like for namesake, when you see the champions, like when you see like the, the trophies, when you see like who won these things, you're going to see it. A Japanese person but at the end of the day she's just making it sure that people understand she's black too and it's really cool and the Corday you got lucky dude you got lucky the space didn't blow you and they didn't oh let me into the US Open nah we love you Corday shout all out to jokes aside shout out to and I'm happy for y'all I really hope y'all thrive and prosper because there's <laughs> some young great black individuals who look like they're just on a path for greatness. So Young love. I'm happy so to love. see it. Oh, I, If I was Corday, bro. That nigga looks so happy, bro. Bro, I would be he so, looks happy, so happy, too. My queen is the two-time U.S. Open winning champion at 22 years old. What? You know how bright her future is? Brighter than that lighting on my fucking face right now, nigga. Mm -hmm. I promise you, we are good. Like, Last I'm girl, telling you, ooh. I'd be at home. I'd be at home cooking dinners. I'd be watching the kids. I'd be like, baby, like, food's ready. Like, I'd be ready to massage her feet. It's disappointing, bro. You know last girl I was into didn't know how to spell a yacht. All right, that's me. Damn. <laughs> that's, I don't know how to spell a yacht. I'm clown. <laughs> bro, I'd be sucking her toes. I don't even like feet like that. I do whatever Naomi wanted me to. What you want me to say here, dog? If I found a young queen like that, obviously that's that man's queen. So I definitely don't want to seem like I'm infringing on the relationship. Trust me. But he found a super gem. He found a super gem. And I'm very happy for yeah. Corday. So this is a big shout out from the off space to Corday. Oh my God. Wow. But the last bit of... I feel like I was that, uh, that dude who was making excuses for why he didn't make it to the league. If my ankle wasn't fucked up, bro. If my ACL didn't give out, dog. This nigga hilarious. But <laughs> one thing I did want to say, just so people don't think we're skipping it, because it's painfully obvious, once again, that it was a big part of the week, is we want to give a shout-out to all of the people that were involved or affected by 9-11, the massive tragedy that happened in the United States and seems to be the Keystone's tragedy that we talk about on the day-to-day. That being said, we are going to have a separate video starting a conversation that I think is very important. And as Go said, he's just going to go ahead and kind of clear the lane, throw the assist on this one, and tell me to tell me to go ahead and dunk that one. And starting the conversation on not taking away from the importance and taking away from the tragedy that is 9-11. But I'm going to save it for more of the video, but more talking about some of the long-lasting facts and hoping that... And effects and that people effects don't want to address. That people don't want to really address and talk about and kind of bringing it around in terms of how unified America was at that very second. Yeah. Wishing that we could take that and stretch it into other areas. Because if we did... I've said it here many times, and I'll say it again. I love this fucking country. I really do. And I very, very much want us to be the best country in the world. And I think it would be the easiest thing on the planet for us to truly become the best country in the world. Like, one of the easiest. Like, I'm saying, like, a month. Max. A month max. If we just started actually caring about each other. Yeah. And, like, taking care of these things. But I'll save that for the video, and I'll save the anecdotes, the reasonings. Like, I have a good metaphor, but, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to let Chuka handle that one. I'm just saying, like... I do want to give a piece, though, because we are talking about 9-11. Of course, go hard. You um, said you were throwing me the oop, so go hard here. Oh, I want to say that, again, 
big like we recognize you and we support you and we feel you everybody who is affected and family members that are living without loved ones that they lost to that tragedy you know and the unity that came after i know a lot of people in this day and age look back like fuck i wish the country was at a point like where people were that unified in the u.s but i feel like that unity was essentially glue and that kind of taped us together for like a second but that glue could only last for so long because there were so many more issues that needed to be dealt with to have a truly unified people. So I'm not going to take away how that unified people because it definitely did. But there's more work to be done and we're going to have to do Always. it the right way from here. Always work to be done. And we hope to be a part of that conversation. But without further ado, but we getting into the rest of the motherfucking podcast. Yes, sir. Ski. And um, shit. The last, oh, one thing I wanted to mention too while we were on this tip that is important to me is California actually did the right thing, which, as you guys have known, California stays on fire, it seems like. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. like This whole situation was up in smoke, man. <laughs> but there's not a, oh, I'm sorry. That's saying, fucked, but like. While we're young, and if we were to blow or something like that, like, maybe give me like a year or two. A year or two in like a Cali or an LA or something like that. Yeah. But like, it doesn't seem like the place to live because the environment just no, seems like good. it's going crazy with it right now. Yeah, but it seems like one, it's just like place of natural disaster. Like, there's always the earthquakes, the fires, like all of the stuff we hear about, like it detaching from the country at one I point. I mean, like, shit, the Pacific right. is like the most crazy ocean itself that's always has crazy things going on so that's that's what you border you know what i'm saying you got that's surfers going out there saying really like really. like i told you and i've told us go many times bro i would do like a year maybe a two-year stand bro there's not enough ig honeys and good weather like people talk about out there for me to go live out there for a long time because that place just seems scary Dude, and i think it's been getting so violated bad for the people who live there right now and have been being devastated by all these fires because just all I'm seeing are, is what the media and Twitter and different things like that give me because at the end of the day, I live in fucking Georgia. Like, this is Metro Atlanta right now. I'm in Atlanta, but I live Metro Atlanta. So, at the end of the day, I'm just going off what I see. And it, it's got to be the scariest thing to have your sky just, like, painted orange from, like, the blazes and everything. To see a tornado of fire happening in front of you, like... I can't imagine what people are going through knowing that they're never going back to their homes. And my home Knowing that their areas all around them are burned to cinders and all these things are really happening that are just devastating them. And my homegirl, like, she just got back to the A from LA, right? And she was out there. She was talking about, like, how it's kind of just, like, undermined how crazy it is out there. She said it. She was talking about shit, like, it was so hot. Like, it was, like, 110 plus at all times, right, in those areas, right? She said it was so hot that your sweat would evaporate from your body as it was created. Like she said, it was just like a situation that was unreal, like that she was never seen before because none of us have seen shit like this before. But not dwelling too much on the fires, obviously prayers and condolences out to anybody that may have lost someone or may be dealing with anything from these fires. But a positive thing did come from this situation, something that is long overdue, Governor, at least long over to do on a federal level, because this should be the whole United States. But as we know, with the prison system, and we've already talked about the slavery that is the prison system, but they have inmate firefighters, right? And so they let you earn mm -hmm. money, like really few dollars a day, working like long shifts. Dollars, dollars. might be a stretch. Yeah, but it's like... Because it might be even less. But it's working like a whole ass shift fighting fires and doing shit that people are right. making a good living and a salary off of. And some motherfuckers will do it for years in prison, right? And be prison firefighters so that cheap firefighters basically, right? Like that cost them nothing. 
and they'll come out into regular society and because they were felons it doesn't matter if they have now five ten years of experience as a firefighter right they're not allowed to get those jobs because of their felonies and so governor newsom signed a law allowing inmate firefighters in california to have records expunged clearing the way for them to become professional firefighters once they're released from prison which is one of the most beautiful things i've seen like and i talk and i don't want to give a lot of because i know we said something here like the governor newsom will kind of put this into effect and I don't want to give that man too much credit because I feel like I still be too det- to be determined on his character and things like that. I feel like a bunch of people probably put pressure on this, but I just am happy that we're seeing that change made. But yeah, exactly. Like it's just a happy thing for that change to be made in the first place. But like we've said like many times on this podcast, I don't like I don't like dancing, singing, and like clapping for niggas that are doing the bare minimum. Yeah. And so like as I do give credit and I'm happy that it's finally happening, we need to do this across the United States for many different fields of people that are working their ass off while behind bars just so they can get eight hours of sunlight a day, just so that they can smell fresh air every day, just so that they can, you know, maybe get a glimpse of their family that might catch them on that highway or be near that fire, etc. Like, whatever it is, like, these people are working their asses off. They may have made a mistake in their past, whatever it may be, and however you may view those laws. But it should not be as difficult as it is for felons, especially nonviolent felons, to be able to rejoin society and get regular jobs. Because what do you expect somebody to do if they can't work once they get out? Get back to a life of crime. And if they have children, if they have people that they care about, they're going to go back to what they have to do to be able to, like, provide for their family. The way I see it, if, you know, obviously I think our prison system is bullshit entirely. But, you know, just playing into what people say it should be. If our prison system's here to reform individuals and make them into productive members of society, then how come after they serve their term and go through the hellish experience, not hellish, the hell experience that is hell of being incarcerated and being in prison, how come afterwards on job applications you have to put that you're a felon? Exactly. Like, like why can't you just be treated like a regular person if you made it out? Like, there should be no ties to your past if you already serve your, uh, if you already did your time and served it. If people really want to know at that point for like very specific cases, I get that. But the bare minimum job, you shouldn't have to do it if you're applying for a job at like McDonald's. Especially at a bare minimum, just like nonviolent offenders, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody that does their time should. That's the that's the trade off. You feel me? Like, your time is done time to become a regular person again but that being said it's like at a bare minimum people that are non-violent offenders should be able to get regular jobs again because you have just as many crackheads that are locked up for the rest of their lives right and because of like once again just like doing and having drugs like that you have just as many executives at these big companies that are just as big crackheads it's just after hours Mm -hmm. you know if we want to keep it being it's just cocaine it's just like Keep it a bean, and it's different various drugs. These niggas be being OD a lot of the times, but we don't get caught for it because those are important people. Those are people that hold these jobs. Those are people that do that. No, these people have been this, family ties, blah, blah, blah. You know, same old story that they try and sell you. So we'll save that for another time because obviously we're going to keep speaking on that stuff whenever we feel passionate, whenever we feel like talking on this kind of stuff. But just wanted to, once again, highlight that event happening in California because it is very, very important. And hopefully it leads to the rest of the United States following suit with similar laws that are going to allow these people to be able to rejoin society in a more helpful and a more positive way. Yeah.
And so moving right along, the last thing I had was just <sighs> giving a shout out to Madden for one for Yes, it's the bare minimum, but the reason I want to actually applaud them is they did come back and admit they fucked up and they were idiots for even censoring the Big Sean song that he had Caps name it in the 2016 matter, which we don't forget. That was still some fuck nigga shit. And for taking him out of the game completely. So they've just given Cap another opportunity. They've put him back into the video games, which mm -hmm. they pay these athletes to put them in the games, which is something that Charles Barkley was even talking about with 2K. So I'm happy that A, he's getting money, but B... He's hopefully getting a bigger share because he's going to be the face and reason a lot of people buy Madden this year. Like, there's a lot of niggas that don't play Madden. They're going to end up buying caps in it. Yeah. You know? And then, see, it's just like having more of the conversation around cap. But one thing that led for me is just like, I'm happy with everything Madden's doing. I'm happy them putting him in as a free agent that you can use in the game. And that's dope. The NFL, bro. Like, the NFL has end racism on the side. People are kneeling now. People are doing all these things. They say they're not vindicating people. I know y'all are prideful, and I know the most prideful people in the United States are the old white people that fucked everything up in the first place. Yeah. But you know how easy it is to, instead of trying to just walk back everything without saying I'm sorry, this is something my mom taught me as a kid, right? Because I'm a huge prideful motherfucker. Like, I'm 26 now. You can ask this man. It probably took me till at least 23, 24 to start actually apologizing for shit. Like, just being real. Like, I, it took a long time. I'm a prideful motherfucker. And so, one thing I noticed about life is it's so much easier when you can, A, start off with I'm sorry, and then start putting in action to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. If these niggas just apologized to Cat publicly, gave him a real opportunity to get his job back, not the bullshit smoke and mirrors that start all these arguments online, like the little high school arena tryout they're trying to give my nigga. No, like a real opportunity, and then he makes a team or doesn't make a team, whatever, that's different. But there's an obvious blackballing going on. Well, yeah, I mean, people have just known that, though. I feel like what we're seeing with Kaepernick, almost even still to this day, it makes it hard to watch the NFL. I know today was like, you know, the first day of it being back and everything. And to be fair, I wasn't going to watch. But I'm going to say this. That boy Joe Burrow is playing. And at the end of the day, that's an LSU legend. I had to support the dog one Dog season. And if like, I already tried to hold my name. And look, I don't feel bad about it because I'm going to watch that game. Do I support the NFL? No. You've heard us say fuck the NFL a million times on this podcast. Except for the Bengals. We love y'all. Who day? <laughs> the Saints, you know, I'm riding for the team a little bit. Y'all got to prove it to me. Y'all are fighting for us. But past that, you see, again, like the four approved things that they can use, like phrases for like their jerseys or whatever. Um, they're able to put certain individuals' names on their helmets. Now, I saw Breonna Taylor on an individual's helmets during that game on a Charger players. Um, like you see the end racism. You see whatever. But it's tough to see these things knowing that for so long, but they tried to really take a man's livelihood from him in Kaepernick for him standing up for what he believes in and trying to raise, not even trying to physically incite violence to draw attention to a cause, but the man was so peacefully trying to bring awareness to shit that was fucking him up because his people... Our people, black people, are being taken advantage of in America, and people are just like, nah, we're not doing it. We don't care. Like, you you can't care about individuals that could be controversial because we're not doing it. It's the NFL. Like, that's so fucked that this is okay now, and they still try to take his livelihood from him and haven't made amends for it. So it's going to be tough to watch the rest of the season, especially in a time when, again, we're in a pandemic. There's been so much of a spotlight shining on, like, injustices going on in the country, you know? And so I hope that... This is kind of, in this time period, as they're bringing these games back, I know just like the NBA, 
this has been an ongoing effort and things that they've uh, had to uh, kind of change and address as they were the season or the playoffs and whatnot were going on, right, in the bubble of trying to make adjustments to what they should and shouldn't do. At some point during this season, I expect the NFL to set up a deal on how to compensate or at least undo some of the damages they did not only to Kaepernick's reputation in the white community, but to the financial loss that he had purely off of his NFL salaries and things that he would have gotten from contracts. Because I know elsewhere Kaepernick was able to get money and kind of be taken care of from people who saw who were advocating for the same causes as him and trying to uplift him and give him an opportunity to still be there. But the NFL owes him something. And so, like, just like the main shit with this is, yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's cool. But going back to what Kyrie was saying about not starting sports and just being real, because a lot of people have realized that Kyrie was telling the truth because it's exactly happening like he called it. A lot of this shit is performative until we do the right thing. And it's hard for y'all to do the right thing, at least in this case, without at least starting by apologizing and doing right by the person that started this whole fucking movement in sports. But with that being said, we don't, we will speak more on NBA stuff probably like in the coming week or whatever. Huh? What? No, I was going to say we will speak more on the NBA stuff probably in the coming week just because like. <laughs> I got you. I mean, this man. You could just say you could just say what you want, bro. What? No, you I mean, could just you could just say the fact that you don't like Joker. You could just say the fact that you don't like Jokic. No, I love. You could Jokic. just say the fact. That no, no, you no. Don't Jokic, this man his no, Jokic is the play is the only like European out of the two, which was Jokic and the French fraud, which I won't mm-hmm. even say his name. That they tried so hard to sell us to for that one year it was like two years ago, and that shit was mad annoying. Jokic deserves it all. That man is a mega superstar and definitely deserves his flowers when it comes to this. I love that the Denver Nuggets have fought back and. And now we're going to watch a game seven on Tuesday, actually, between them and the Clippers, which I'm very interested to see. And the best, one of the best games of the playoffs so far happened to be the game seven between Boston and Toronto. Which we will dive into a little bit deeper on the next episode because sure. these game sevens have been something spectacular. Something but crazy. it is about time we wrap up for this week. If y'all have made it this far, make sure that you do follow us, subscribe, whatever it is to where you are staying tuned every week for the new episodes and new drops that we are. Again, we are on Anchor now and we've been distributed to so many different platforms. So if you're hearing this on a platform, but you'd rather listen to it on Google Podcasts, we're there now. You know, Breaker, we're there now. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, we've always been. But again, tune in and check out your boys. For surely, for surely. And once again, we are everywhere and make sure to pay attention to the flood coming this week because we're going to have a decent amount of videos going out. So subscribe to our YouTube, check out both reflection rooms that are up, check out past episodes. By the time this is dropped, you guys are going to get the video from last week. And within a few days, we're going to have this video, yes, sir. this audio that y'all are currently listening to. Yes, sir. But once again, we're happy to be here, happy to keep going, happy to keep giving y'all the best content on the motherfucking internet. Don't care who says otherwise. But that being said, my name is Chuka. My name is Ezio. And this is Off Space. Yes, sir. Ski. Let's get it.